Hello my listeners, how have you all been? Hope you all have been staying home and keeping safe. I pray God to heal the world and heal our land. It's been quite a long time since the last episode. Many thanks to those that gave me feedback. Your feedback sure encouraged me to continue with this. Welcome to episode 6, the final breakup. As I mentioned in one of my episodes, I really want to speed up to the present as so much has been unfolding and so much to talk about. Breakup is one of the most painful, stressful and emotional experiences in life. No matter what the reason for the breakup is, it can make a mess of your life. My breakup made a mess of me, but the one who loves me so much and unconditionally helped me get back up. Yes, OTI came back into my life and I was happy about this. We were cool together till 2014. I really was happy to have OTI back. We talked about the past, what happened, what we did and shouldn't have done. I felt this was a better start. We reached an agreement not to let any member of my family, even my sister or anyone know that we were back together. This was during my NYSC. We go home together most times after work and then I started my masters. OTI was working with a law firm I was paying him so little at, at that time. At least it was better than nothing. He later got a job with the Ministry of Justice. I was happy about this because we fasted and prayed about that time together. This was because I had a premonition and got instruction to do so. I wouldn't say that was why he got the job, but we were in whatever situation he was in together. At this time, I had finished my masters but had no job. I only pulled through with my makeup and hairstyling business. One night, on the fifth day of the 100 days RCCG fasting, in my sleep that felt like reality, I saw a man in white room in my room. He called my name softly. I raised my head up from my pillow, not in fear at all, but he lowered it back gently and emptied a bottle of oil on my head. I woke up and felt someone's presence. I just prayed and went back to sleep. In the same fasting period, one fateful afternoon in OTI's house this time, I had someone called my name. I woke up and found no one. I was scared. This time, not sure what God was trying to say to me. I quickly packed my things and headed for home. A week after, a week after the fast actually, OTI made love to me like he never did in eight years of being together. We even talked about the sex of the baby if I got pregnant. A few weeks after this, OTI told me he is with someone else, that he's seen someone else. I'm not sure where we were heading with whatever it was we had. I thought it was a joke. But he was serious. I left his house in pain. 
I promised myself not to beg to make it work this time. About this time, I found out I was pregnant. I couldn't tell him, so he wouldn't think I was trying to force myself on him with the pregnancy. I had mixed feelings. I was happy and I was sad and I was scared. I was happy I was pregnant at 34. I was going to be in possession of what belongs to OTI, even if we were no more together. I was also ashamed. Thought of what God felt about me at that time. I'm a worker in church and I'm fornicating. It didn't add up. I thought of what my pastor, who had high hopes in me, would say. But as God would have it, I had a miscarriage. I didn't tell even I didn't tell even OTI until after the miscarriage. All he could say was our blood in March. Was why I had that, that, that miscarriage. When he got that from, I don't even know. I never saw him again afterwards. Then that evil voice came again. Telling me life is not worth living. Giving me reasons to show that life has been unfair to me. So I wrote a suicide note this time. And once again, I lit the gas. Put palm oil on it. I locked the windows and sat in the smoke. That was what I remember till I woke up in the hospital bed. I saw my old man staring at me when she noticed I was conscious. The first thing she said to me was, meaning you are wicked. My heart condition degraded with speed, had low blood level, maybe because of the miscarriage. My immune system became poor and I had bronchitis. I was in the hospital for months. I lost weight and I almost died. But God kept me. I remember I used to tell God that if he heals me, I'll make use of every opportunity I had to tell of his goodness and tell of his wondrous love for me like I'm doing right now. He did heal me and he also gave me a job.